0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to ATL Day 1s with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show, Sean Murphy heard all y'all out here barking in these Twitter streets. And
1: then playing around, we saw the 41-win team, but in the opening round game one, we saw the 41-loss team. Which one is going to show up in game two?
0: And last but not least, and least in for the culture... Jalen Hurts is out here about to get paid y'all That's all coming up next right here On ATL Day Ones Let's go
1: This is ATL Day Ones Part of Locked On Sports Atlanta And it starts Now
0: I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day 1s your first listen of the day. Remember, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five-star review. It's ATL Day 1s, your team, every day. Today's episode of ATL Day 1s is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. But T., when you talk about getting started over the weekend, the Orlando Braves got the party started out there in Kansas City, and they just continued to just rock and roll throughout their series. And this is their second consecutive uh, series sweep. So when you think about how they're playing and, and, and why they're playing the way they are, I got to point to my guy, Sean Murphy T. In this series, the man batted 455, seven RBIs, and two home runs with three doubles. T. When you think about all of the 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 worry, quote unquote, on social media about whether or not he's gonna his bat was gonna pick it up and everything like that, I think Sean Murphy answered all of those questions over the weekend.
1: And I think also the concerns. And rightfully so when Orlando Arcia went down yes. and you're thinking to yourself, okay, we knew Von Grissom was coming up. We figured he was coming up. I'll assume <laughs> yes. we all assumed that Von was going to come up from the major for the majors at some point. Right. Right. But nobody expected that there would be a need this soon. So I want to say shout out to Von Grissom as well, especially because of course he hit the RBI single that won the game for the Braves in the series finale Sunday. But I think he showed us some good things too. And, and don't get me wrong. I think upon further review, it turns out that that was more Charlie Martin bobble than it was Von Grissom bobble. So that yeah, yeah. showed us that defensively he is improving. So he was also, I co-signed with you on Sean Murphy, but certainly like what I saw out of Von Grissom this entire weekend. And good to see Kyle Wright yes. yesterday looking like the Kyle Wright from 2022. It is amazing to think that the Braves have won 22 of 25 games when he started. Twenty two of twenty five. That is crazy. So crazy. And really, especially when you throw in there the fact that we're talking no decisions in the other in those other instances. Yeah, Mine not was, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom <Right. laughs> yeah, Wright is not out here giving you L's when he's not winning. At worst, it's a no decision. So, yeah, right. good stuff from him, too.
0: Yeah, I think those are some of the things that we talked about when we talked about Alex Anthopoulos and building out this roster. I know people are getting tired of me saying that, but you have to, it continues to pop up, right? Because all of these injuries are going down, and guys, and now you're starting to slowly see the guys coming back. You talked about um, Kyle Wright out there doing his thing and showing him, showing and proving himself, and now. With Max Free getting ready to take the mound tonight out there on West Coast against the San Diego Padres, a series that I feel like the Braves are going to be up for because when you win that first game of the, of the series when they were here at um at, at home and 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 then lose the next three, I think the Braves have more than enough to prove or uh, to kind of go into this game with like, hey, we got our guy, we got our ace on the mound, and I think these these guys are going to make sure that they actually go out there and go get this dub. And I think that I'm expecting nothing less when it comes to what this team is like. Because I, I've, I tweeted this out over the weekend, T, and I was just like, man, I just love watching this team. They are such a fun team to watch. I feel like they're going to get a dub every time they go out there and take the field.
1: I do, too. And I feel like you said Max Fried has had an opportunity to kind of reset. I think he'll yep. be good to go. Spencer Strider. We don't often see him have back to back bad games. Right. And the right. thing about it is even the last game, it wasn't bad all the way around. It was right. just one of those where he kind of started off shaky and it just never kind of came together. And then, of course, you hope that in game three, Charlie Morton at least looks like, OK, Jarvis, you're the king of I'll take your nickname away. I'll give it back to you. So, if he wins, is he Uncle Charlie again? Or,
0: <laughs> well, you know, like okay. we can kind of, you know, from the South, so born and raised down here in Atlanta. So, for me, like the next level of nicknameness. Goes, you have to shorten it up like the more oh, okay. the the better you play the you have to uh, shorten it up so instead of being uncle charlie he just unk now like oh, when you start okay. when you start seeing him to kind of take you know take those next steps and go out there and really show well show improve like hey i'm i'm a wild veteran but i still got some juice in the tank i think mm-hmm. now he's starting to go creep into that yeah just call me unk now <laughs> oh, okay. see i learn something new every day i learn something new
1: every day there it is people there it is and you you just hope that he has a bounce back game but yeah i'm giving a whole heck of a lot of credit to max reading what i think he's going to do on the mound and again for a bounce back game from spencer strider but we don't want to lay it all at the feet of what happens on the mound because jarvis you said it Shaw murphy was already showing us what he could do behind the plate now he's showing at the plate to yeah. me the most amazing thing of this six game winning streak is the fact that every game you never knew who was going to win the game for the Braves. And right. you never knew which phase of the game was going to win it. Was it going to be the offense? Was it going to be the defense? With I mean, you just never knew. So yeah, that's what I like about the Braves. The fact that they're winning with home runs, the fact that they're winning with uh, singles, doubles. Uh, who who was it uh, who had a triple that hadn't had a triple in like three, four years? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, and yeah. it may have been Sean Murphy to be honest yeah. with you, but yeah, little things like that that they're doing to me that's also exciting. About the fact that, like you said, you can expect them to bounce back not just on the Padres, but even have a good series against the Astros right after,
0: yeah. So that and that's that's the, that's the expectation because, like, it's I love having expectations for our hometown teams, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's cool, it's cool, you know. We're gonna talk about the other team, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but. We've got to talk about, you know, as far as the, we know the college football teams here in the landscape, right? You know, Georgia and Georgia Tech haven't had anything in common for the past, what, 10 years? Uh, let's just be quite frank and honest. So when they do have something to come, we've got to bring it up. So they had a spring game, both of them had their spring games over the weekend, and both of them are essentially T have these quarterback competitions that, that, that played out, played themselves out over the weekend. But I think the one that stood out the most, and I think that we probably coming to a final answer as to what's going to go down and who's going to be up under center in September. Once that uh, ball kicks off for, for the Georgia Bulldogs, it has to be, for me, I feel like it's going to be Carson Beck. And I think that when you have a, a veteran guy, who we know Kirby Smart loves. We love He loves those type of guys. He, he's a, he's a, he likes the type of quarterback that he knows what to expect from those guys. And I think Carson Beck kind of showed it. Like, hey, I'm the vet. I've been waiting, to, waiting for my turn, and I think I'm ready to roll.
1: And I believe that Kirby Smart still wants to do what was being done under Todd Munkin. Like, he started to really open that offense up and make them an aerial attack that was a true yes. complement to mm-hmm. the run game. So when you look at – Pull it up, picking up players like Ray-Ray Thomas, Rara Ra Thomas. Look, I keep hearing people. Man, man, their, poop,
0: man. poop, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Whoever, <laughs> whatever he's his so name is. Like, <laughs> Call yeah.
1: him whatever you want. I, yeah, it him. don't matter. Yeah. The last name Thomas. Right. So. Last name Thomas. <laughs> RT played special teams Saturday, so we didn't necessarily yeah. get a look at him with reps, with Carson Beck. But my point being, when you start loading up the wide receiver room with the likes of RT, we're just going to call him RT or Dominic Levitt, the the Uh, transfer. transfer, So you start looking at them coupled with the fact that what do we always see? Those running backs being able to be good pass catchers. Carson Beck fits that bill much more. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think in addition to that veteran presence and he's already seen, I mean, Kirby Smart's already seen what happens when you give the Wiley veteran the reins. It works. And so Carson Beck showed himself to be. Potentially that guy. But yeah, I also think Kirby doesn't tip his hands very often. But if he kind of tipped his hands, like you said, it's the reps that Carson Beck got. And it's also the acquisitions, quote unquote, in the dogs offseason to really load up that receiver room that I think tells us who is going to be under center in the fall
0: yeah we all we are we understand what's going on with, with with the Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs but I think Georgia Tech may have a little something to say they're gonna have some some positions to fill on that defense like you said they lost four starters got seven guys returning but like those four starters are guys who were playmakers for them when they did play well on the defensive side of the football but T when you think about speaking of not playing well. How about that? Uh, for a segue, the Atlanta Hawks they they got their butts kicked essentially on Saturday. I mean, ain't nowhere else to put it. But we're gonna talk about whether or not can they even remain competitive, or were they competitive in this series against the Boston Celtics for Game Two. But first, we gotta talk about FanDuel dot com slash locked on is the number one sports book in america guess what you guys rock with us each monday through friday because we have the number one podcast to you in your hearts in your soul and that's all that matters um forget those doggone in america but yeah i think one of the things that you have to do if you are a new customer is to go to fandu.com slash locked on and they have the no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's bonus best back. If your first bet doesn't win. So if you lost some money and bet it on the Hawks to win, I don't know why you would do that. But, you know, you can get a little change back. FanDuel going to help you out. No sweat first bet. They can, you can do anything. You can combine all of your bets for even for a same-game parlay. If you want to check out threes drained, the, the over-under, the money line, that you can bet on all of those things, and it's right there for you. So what I want you to do is to go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. The FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball.
1: Well, Jarvis, you want to talk about making every minute count? The Hawks are going to have to do that if they intend to beat the Celtics. It cannot be a tale of two-half situation when the other team, the home team, is playing 48 minutes of solid basketball. Yeah, they may have had a few moments. I'll give them 45 or 46. But ultimately, what we're saying is, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, everybody takes off a play or two, right? But what we're talking about is a complete game that we saw from the Celtics, whereas for the Hawks, we kind of saw a complete half a game maybe. And you know, it's interesting because obviously the glaring stat is the Hawks being five of 29 from beyond the arc versus the Celtics being 13 of 33, nearly 40% shooting. But Jarvis, there are some other things that we can unpack and that need to be unpacked because when you're down 30 points, it's about more than just missing three pointers. It's about more than just that. So my question is in terms of this series, how do the Hawks put themselves in position to still be able to make it competitive?
0: Defense, defense, defense. T, when you like three point shooting teams, which it seems like every team in the NBA in today's game is a three point shooting team, you're yes. going to have bad shooting nights. What do you do? What's the foundation that you set when you have bad shooting nights? He's like it's basically focusing in or locking in on defense. Last I mean I don't know that's what Quinn Snyder wants to do because he always talked about like it's it's and it, defense is all about effort. And the one thing that, that, that super concerned me, and it, it just kind of got me to thinking about long-term, because that's where we are with the team. We think long-term because, like I said, no expectations for this team. We talked about how we had expectations for the Braves. We don't have any expe- expectations for the, uh, for the Hawks. And I think Ot is okay with me saying that. You see how she's nodding her head? Yeah, that's how we roll here. So I think that when you have a guy like DeAndre Hunter-T, the way he played and looked lost on defense, and you're talking about this is a guy that was defensive player of the year in college at, at Virginia, and, and this is what he was brought in for, him, being a two-way guy. And we've seen him be a guy that can play some defense and shoot the ball well. He just absolutely looked lost, like, hey, we got a game this weekend? Oh, we got a game on Saturday? Oh, okay, all right, I'll be there, I'll be there. But it just, it's just he, the way – when he was, I know he was going up against guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and I get it, but it was just on simple stuff, little backdoor cuts, just looking lost, standing flat-footed, don't know what's going on, and and him, and John Collins right there along with him too as well. I'm just like, man, where the things that you've learned in these last 21 games, like I'm, I'm going to throw Nate McMillan's uh, era for this season, I'm going to throw that out the window, just in these last 21 games. What you learned from Quinn Snyder, like, did it just go all out the window? Because I, I think there's the, one thing they say about, you know, as far as forming habits, it takes about 30 days to form a habit. I guess 21 games wasn't enough, T, because they just fell right back into what we got used to seeing before Quinn Snyder took over. And that, and that concerns me, especially talking about from in the short term for a game leading up to game two and for the long term as well, whether those guys are going to even be around on this squad.
1: Yeah. And it made me think as you were talking, I was like, do I want to go in the direction of basketball IQ and mindset and focus? Or do I want to go in the direction of stats or do I want to ju- actually you talked about together? that,
0: too, on Friday? Right. Basketball exactly. IQ.
1: And it's I huge. think I'm going to put them together because right. when you look at offensive rebounding you do have to be focused you have to assume not that the basketball is going to go in the in the net you have yeah. to assume that it's not and where do you need to be position wise on the floor whether it's a, a short uh, excuse me a long rebound and you need to you get a fresh 24 or whether you're right under the basket and you just need to tip that ball back in but where is that you walked into this series as the number 1 team with second chance points during the Quinn Snyder era, the number two team in offensive rebounds. How in the world was it that, yeah, you had two more offensive rebounds than the Celtics, but that's not going to cut it when overall they're out-rebounding you by a 13-rebound clip defensively uh, or Mm. overall, and and defensively is where they're winning on the boards. Then you at least have to win on the boards on offense in order to make it a game. The other piece there is this. When you talk about turnovers, 17 Celtics turnovers. Why? Only 12 points off those turnovers. You have got to convert when you're given the opportunity on a team like that. You, you don't have a choice. Now, one of the maybe, maybe encouraging signs was points in the paint, kind of, sort of. But again, it goes back to not if your response to what happened on Saturday was that you guys didn't really have the right focus. And of course, I'm paraphrasing some of what yeah. John Collins said, but you didn't have the right focus or, you know, you you guys have to get your minds in the game or get your heads right or whatever uh, it is it, game one in an opening round that you were not even guaranteed to get in. And you beat the snot out of a team that has had your number oh, for goodness. the last couple of seasons. And you know that the Celtics, T- drug you this season all of those things together Jarvis and you got four to five days to plan for this team you can't say that you guys weren't mentally prepared or mentally ready to get after it that's just not acceptable
0: can I say this I am so tired of John Collins opening his damn mouth every time somebody sticks a microphone in his face and talking about things that needs to be done because here's the thing like you're always the person that you're speaking to. And and what the thing that I, I get off on is that a lot of times when leaders speak up, like it's they are speaking up for the guys that are the culprits, right? And and, and, and kind of adding themselves into the equation. Yeah. Because they know that they're giving their all, they're doing what they're supposed to do. Because hey, good players most of the time are gonna be those be your leaders. But if you're the always you're if you're the culprit, I just talked about how defensively DeAndre Hunter and John Collins, they look like they were just lost on defense. Yeah. And for, for you to come out at the end of the game and start talking about we weren't mentally, no, I don't care. I don't care. I don't need to hear that anymore. I am so sick and tired of this dude always talking about pointing out stuff stop pointing out stuff and just play damn better because this is ridiculous like you you have been in this league for a very long time the hawks rewarded you with your bread and all that stuff all this stuff that you've been in the trade rumors all that stuff dude like when are you gonna just sit out here and lock down you're like you know what i gotta play better and that's it like and just it, own it own that stuff t i'm tired of that
1: and to piggyback off of that, don't even say, I got to play better. I will play better. And then Damn. go out and actually do it. Because one thing I will say about DeJounte Murray, whenever he has that off game, and even if others have the off game, to your point, he's going to point to himself to try to take a little bit of that the heat off the The, others, the man the in the mirror. The man in the mirror is the problem. Out, yes. Exactly. But the next game out, typically, he is going to bounce back. And exactly. he's going to put together – Typically, a string of games where we can get some solid two-way play from him. The challenge is this: John Collins and DeAndre Hunter, you guys have got to do better. Like it, it. Clint Capella, he he did what he needed to do. So I'm right. I, I can't I can't lay the feet, you know, at that, that particular big man, if you will. I right. can't lay that yeah. at his feet, right? And mm-hmm. you know, you think about like the the bench, yeah, okay. Okay. bench kind of had an off night hopefully they'll bounce back as well because we're definitely going to need the second unit to show up the same way that the Celtics second unit showed up right and they were right. they were only an eight-man rotation but they got all they needed out of that eight-man yes, rotation they did so, and that to me that to me is the thing like everybody speak to us out of respect for us as media but keep it brief and just show it Every man has got to do his job tomorrow. Like, there are just no excuses because remember, too, Jarvis, the Celtics are on a mission. The Celtics yeah. have always Clear. felt like they should have won that championship last year. They yep. never, ever backed down from thinking, okay, Warriors, you won it, but we should have. And so they came into the season with a serious, serious chip on their shoulders, and they're not going to let up on that. And when they, when they smell blood, you know you know what they're they're capable of doing. But hey, listen. Everydayers, you guys know what it is because you guys bring us the comments, right? And we appreciate yes. all the comments and please keep telling us what your thoughts are. What do you guys think are the keys to the game for the Hawks in game 2 against the Celtics tomorrow night? Let us know your thoughts. We appreciate you guys for being our everydayers who've been with us at ATL Day Ones from day one. And so as always, Definitely check out ATL One's Day Ones as your first stop because when you guys stop by the show, we know and appreciate the fact that you tell others. So thanks again to our everydayers, whether you watch us on YouTube or you listen to us, wherever you download your podcast, we appreciate you guys.
0: Absolutely. Go ahead and jump on that bandwagon because, hey, this bad boy is moving whether you're on it or not. But T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about. Because that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. How about this, T? The Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts have reached an agreement on a five-year $255 billion on an extension but that's not the number you need to pay attention to folks. I'm going to bring it down a little bit. $179 million of it is guaranteed when you think about Jalen Hurst and what he's gone through and it's just going back to even college when you're getting benched in the national championship and having a transfer to another school in Oklahoma and then even being brought in for the Philadelphia Eagles and people not really believing that he can be the guy, and they wanted them to bring in uh, 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 veterans to kind of take his spot and kind of have him as a backup. So when you think about all the things this cat has gone through, and also to add this, Nicole Lynn of Clutch Sports is the one who negotiated this deal. You're talking about uh, an African-American female as, a, as an, a super agent getting these big boy contracts. T When you think about all of these guys going through, what comes to mind when you think about Jalen Hurts and his story and where he from where he started to where he is now?
1: Yeah, it's exciting because I have friends and relatives who know the Hurts family from Houston. And everybody's just so excited because time. they say, yeah, they say nothing but good things about him from day one. They've always said good things. So I'm excited for him and also for the Eagles for saying we believe that you are our guy. And the contract was also constructed such that it leaves the Eagles the ability to be able to bring back some critical pieces to the puzzle so that they can continue to contend for a Super Bowl in the years to come. So I like this deal all the way around for Jalen Hurts, for the Eagles. And I also like it for Nicole because Nicole Lynn, Sora Nicole Lynn, to be exact. But Sora Nicole Lynn has done amazing things. She is the first African-American female agent to broker a deal of this magnitude so that is just downright amazing yeah just awesome and for him just sticking with her rocking with her and for them being able to pull this off and what I like as well is the Eagles are saying to Jalen Hurts yes we saw what you did in that Super Bowl and yeah you know it wasn't perfect but you darn you were close you were so close to perfect and we think that with a few tweaks here and there, we can get back to the promised land and you're the guy who's going to get us there. So, yeah, that to me is amazing. And it just reminds everybody that, listen, if you got that guy who's under center, <laughs> yeah, yes. you, just, you can just just build an entire team around him. Just get your yes. guy, pay your guy, and get the whole team around him. And then you know what it, it made me think of for all of those who maybe used to watch this show uh, back in the day called The Game. Uh, Tasha Mack will be very proud. Yes, no doubt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. yeah <laughs> <Wendy> <laughs> Robertson is an excellent R- person yeah. in, in, in real life as well. So, yeah, I got a chance to work on that show back in the day. Back in the day yes. with my acting days. Oh, okay, people. That was an extra, whatever. So yeah, you, know, you know, that's how no, I frame it. Like a little bit. All right, I'm starting to warm up my arm. This generational money I mean, they passing off of these quarterbacks to you. I oh, don't know. I might have to switch the style up a little bit, but you know, hey, those are my, my dreams, guys. I don't know you guys don't want to care really care about those. But T, we gotta talk about this before we get out of here, right? So uh there's this dude by the name of uh Brian Davis. Uh sir. Um uh, he put in the bid for the watch Commanders. I know we talked about J- Josh Harris, the co-owner for the 76ers and, and the New Jersey Devils as, uh, as well. They have a bid. Magic Johnson's on that um, on that team. But um, Mr. Brian Davis, t he said, "Okay, y'all putting up six billion. How about this? I got seven billion. And as soon as y'all uh, approve my 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 my, my offer." I got $1 billion right now, immediately. And then seven days later, I got the other six. Cash. Let's go. And I'm just like, who is this dude? Where did he came from? So, apparently, he uh, he uh played at Duke, and he played with the Minnesota Timberwolves for a little bit. So, he's into the whole energy thing. Don't ask me to explain that, you know, how he making all that money. But, yeah, he he's into the energy stuff. So, yeah, I... What were your thoughts when you first came across this story? Like, man, who is this dude? And where have you been? And why don't nobody know you got no money like this?
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We always say wealth whispers. So therefore... Absolutely. That, that is that, so true. Yeah, he, is, he is the epitome of wealth whispering because they're not going to walk in a room and say see me see me they're just going to walk in the room and sign a check and see my check mm-hmm. and so apparently he's able to do that and it's interesting because like you said just friday everybody thought it was a done deal but right. it was just a reminder that it is not a done deal until the owners approve and so yes. this is going to be in a very interesting few weeks until the owners meeting in mid-may to see how this actually plays out what dan snyder is going to say but once again I go back to and it's good to kind of see both of those groups, if I'm remembering correctly, have a a diverse person who's going to be at the table. So I do like both of those deals for that reason, because you do have to have diverse thought, diverse people of color at the table to be able to kind of shine a light on some of the things that we know are disparities in the league. That said
0: they had gone on in that organization up under Dan Snyder's watch. right so that said
1: right Mm -hmm. this this would be the perfect place for diversity to begin to really evolve but unfortunately and i'm gonna let you hopefully end us on a positive note because why is dan snyder still winning i promise you that was exactly my point i was like man this dude
0: is out here getting this money like hey we want you to go away. We want you to answer right. to these allegations. Right. Oh, uh, by the way, while you're doing this and going through all of these things and that might end once you sell this team, uh, yeah, let's get you another billion on top of the $6 billion, which is going to be a record for a professional
1: team. And it's from a sales standpoint. I'm just like, ah, oh, man. Yeah, he's sailing man. off the Amalfi Coast just laughing yeah, at everybody. Yeah.
0: The, the rich get richer, I guess. Yeah, i guess uh, whatever but anyway we're gonna end on the positive though how about this yes. y'all we appreciate you guys for rocking with atl day ones and making it your first listen of the day remember 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 the people who listen every day they're called everydayers and if you're a part of that crew if you're part of that that gang if you rocking with us and you throwing up your gangs, not nah, i'm doing too much right now <laughs> if you are rocking with us make sure you drop a comment in the comment box on this video on this one, right here, right here, every day Just drop it in there We'll appreciate you guys in advance for that And coming up on tomorrow's show Now, I know y'all heard about this uh, Jalen Carter situation, right? You know, the, the Falcons are going to bring him in for a, for, a, for a visit What does that mean? <laughs> we'll discuss all that tomorrow But if you don't, guys, we don't do anything else Before we get out of here I want to make sure that you share love Show love, and most importantly, make sure that you spread love.
1: A hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.